Hello and welcome to today's legendary episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dominic, and I'm thrilled you've clicked on today's episode because honestly, this one exceeded my expectations. And I can confidently say this is probably the most fun I've ever had recording a podcast. I'm speaking with the Young Brothers. Yep, Nico, Lex, and Leo Young, three of the greatest to ever do it in the US. And who knows, 20 years down the road, we might be saying three of the greatest to do it ever. And they're three brothers, which makes this podcast and just their journey in in general so incredible so this conversation was so fun to put together to to hear Nico Lex and Leo you know talk about their journeys how they've each influenced one another and the banter back and forth is so fun when I was editing the podcast and even within the conversation I just had a smile on my face the whole time because it was truly uh, a really fun episode and hilarious so much wisdom comes out of this podcast but also I guarantee you you're gonna laugh a few times their banter back and forth is really really fun this podcast is such a fun deep dive into how they pushed each other growing up their future goals who they think has the brightest future in the sport a ton of good banter as i mentioned and we answer lots and lots and lots of very fun listener questions who knows we maybe answered yours so one quick note before we hop into the podcast i'd greatly appreciate it if you hit the follow button on spotify or apple podcasts on spotify alone only 16 percent of my listeners are following the podcast so if if you're listening to this right now take three seconds to hit the follow button that would greatly help in addition to doing this you can give us a five-star review that also takes like three seconds and greatly helps us in our mission of reaching more people and inspiring them in the process but without further ado i hope you all enjoy my conversation with nico lex and leo young let's get into this incredible episode Nico, Lex, Leo, it's an absolute pleasure to make this happen. I was joking on my Instagram story the other day, but it's probably true if we had more people listening to the running community. What critics are calling the podcast of the century is what we're doing today. Appreciate having you all three on the podcast and making this podcast happen. So just for starters, how are you guys doing today? Amazing. Very good. Great. Awesome. Love to hear it. So I'm assuming Lex and Leo, well, Nico's clearly on break, the fact that he's on the podcast and not in Flagstaff. But Lex and Leo, are you guys still on break from school? And if so, what have been some of your favorite parts of Christmas break so far? Um, our school, our Christmas break is over. We have like finals in two weeks. Yikes. So we're grinding. But Christmas break itself was awesome. We got in a lot of fun adventures. What was your favorite? Um, I think tied between traveling to the tropical regions and uh, camping. Wow. I didn't travel to the tropical region. <laughs> My favorite was camping. Nico, what about you? Uh, it was probably um, just like the part where I wasn't sick or had my wisdom teeth still hurting. So. <laughs> Very valid. So, Nico, I have to ask, as a guy who just came off of a very brutally hard all-out 10K on one of the hardest cross-country courses in the world, potentially, which one is more painful, getting your wisdom teeth out or racing the NCAA cross-country championships? Oh, um, well, I mean, the race, definitely, for the time that you're racing. And, uh, yeah, that's much more intense for a short period of time. Um, but the wisdom teeth is pretty bad because it lasted like over a week. So I was like in pain for many days. Relentless. So, yeah, it's different kind of pain. Still hasn't relented for you. 
Great. <laughs> totally. So, Nico, if you listen to the call room or you'll just, you know, <laughs> you obviously know Lex and Leo well enough to understand that they love cooking. But on the call room, we discuss cooking in depth. So we got to hear your opinions on this. Who do you think is the best chef in the family? Would you take Lex and Leo on in a, in a eating comp, not an eating competition. That's a whole different thing. And a cooking competition. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I would. Yeah, yeah I think, I think so. I think me, I think me and Leo, we, we really, we enjoy cooking when it's like, when we don't have like either Nico or mom or dad to cook for us, really what we enjoy is eating. Like we yeah, really enjoy, enjoy eating too. No, I don't know. <laughs> we really enjoy like the, um, the, picking. the tasting of the different foods and stuff. I'd like yeah. to cook it too. If yeah. my mom's not going to cook it for me or, or Nico or my dad, but Nico definitely does more cooking than we do. Gotcha. So over the holidays, was there a specific favorite food that was made by any of you three or just the young family in general? Oh, I mean, our uncle made a really good smoked brisket. Oh, yeah, we that, were that was my favorite. Up in uh, Palo Alto visiting them. It was fantastic. I helped him with that one, too. You, you like, salt. <laughs> you, like, sprinkled the salt on Hey, I woke up at 6 a.m. to help with that. I, you I, help, I helped him carve it and then we we put on the, the seasoning the salt and pepper i ground the pepper then i think we, we just woke up and we smoked the yeah, yeah i woke him <laughs> i woke him in pain from the wisdom teeth and we were doing that so I was like, <laughs> so so nico it it's a consensus that you're the best chef uh, at least out of the three of you guys you know when i think of smoked brisket or like smoked meats i think of food that takes a while to cook so from your uh, cooking career or whatever you might call it, what is the longest dish that you, what is the longest you've ever spent on making a specific dish? Um, I guess probably like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have done this recently, but like, I guess making sourdough just cause you have to like let it ferment <laughs> and then cook it. So that takes a while, that's a process. It's kind of like the um, brisket. I guess in a way because you just like put that in the smoker for a really long time and this you like just let it sit and ferment. Right. You know? That was good. Yeah. You should make Even after out. you have the starter, like yeah, you we'll still have like let sourdough. it sit. So. Yeah. Totally. Well, sourdough was it was good, yeah. Bring it back. Sure. Well, you can do that. <laughs> so for making bread, I'm curious, like when like when I think of bread, there's so many different toppers or spreads depending on the type of bread and what meal it goes with. What are your guys' favorite like tops or spreads for bread? And Leo, don't say Nutella. Nutella. Nutella is godly. <laughs> Not Nutella, like, I don't know, like peanut butter. Nutella is vegan, right? Probably is. I actually have no idea. Or maybe, they have, maybe there's a cream. No, it's refrigerated. No, it's definitely, there's no cream. It's, de it's definitely vegan. Yeah. yeah. So I think, but probably like, if not Nutella, probably like peanut butter or something. Okay, fine. But what do you put on it? Oh, Nutella. peanut butter and um, fluff. That what about when we were in Switzerland? They had this thing that oh, was God, like yeah. it was like a creamed sausage, and like you oh. put it, you like squeeze it out, and it's basically like meat sauce. <laughs> and it's like this like paste that's so good and it's so rich. I like I like spreading that on like the bread. That was fantastic. Yeah, I do think. Yeah, I do think it kind of is dependent on what meal, like what time of day. Because if it's in the morning, I feel like yeah. the go-to is like peanut butter, but like. Lex, I feel like I've sent you some reels where they're like these fancy pesto spreads that go on breads, and I feel like that's more oh, yeah. like a appetizer before dinner type thing. So I think it is kind oh, yeah, of dependent awesome. on the time of day. Yeah, those looked amazing, but that's like that's oh, no top and Top and legit. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that some of them I think might have had top and but right. yeah, like sweet or salty. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Lex and Leo, 
How much do you enjoy having Nico back from break from a training perspective? And how much do you guys like do runs with him? Um, because obviously, if you go back a few years, you guys were training with each other in high school when you guys were freshmen. So how special is it to kind of relive those those freshman days and train with Nico again? Oh, it's so much fun. I mean, we like to train with each other whenever um, like it works with our schedule. A lot of times it conflicts because Nico likes to sleep in a little later. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but whenever whenever it works out, we like to do. I think the most mo the best time when we get to run with each other is for double runs, and that's probably like the best time to do it, anyways, because we get in some really good conversations. Um, we've Nico and I, I think this breakup had like a few like nighttime double runs where we didn't even have flashlights, and it was just like pitch yeah. black running, but it was really pleasant. He's also come by. I think you've maybe come by one of my workouts, but I've definitely yeah. hang, hung out at his. Days, so yeah, we just like to be around a lot. So I'm curious. Of course, this is completely dependent on the amount of mileage. If you're a marathoner, your doubles are going to be longer versus if you're a senior in high school, your doubles are going to be a little shorter. But in your guys' opinion, what is the ideal distance for a double? Because I feel like it's kind of a debate within the running community of how long a double can be. And if like I've heard people that say like a two mile double does not count as a double because it's too short and like other funny hot takes like that so what are your guys's opinions on on double distances well i think 10 minutes counts as a double i mean <laughs> we'll do that as like a shake out right sometimes uh, i agree like uh, i've been playing two mile doubles i mean like two miles is great because it's like barely even a run but i feel like the the average double that i do that's usually manageable and not too big of a deal it's just like four miles right so i'd yeah. say use that sweet spot hey, you got, well you guys do yeah I think, we'd also do a lot less mileage i think the yeah, best double spot is right where it's just long enough that while you're in it you're like you feel like you're like kind of like in a run and stuff mm -hmm. but short enough that when you finish you don't really feel any different than when you begun and it feels like you can just walk away from it and be fine you know what i mean yeah like you could eat right before and still make it through exactly like, <laughs> like yeah. it shouldn't like Lex and Leo, we talked about in the last episode of the Call Room Christmas, you guys expressed your want for Patagonia down jackets. So, Nico, and then go down the list from oldest to youngest. What was your favorite uh, present this Christmas? Um, I got, uh, I wanted the AirPod Pros because they have the noise canceling thing. <laughs> for, it, I feel like it make, would make a big difference on a plane. You can never hear right. anything. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm very pleased with it so far. So yeah, I was very good. <laughs> Mine was definitely my Patagonia jacket. <laughs> I got it. I've been wearing it nonstop. It's 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 awesome. It's everything I could have wished for and more. Yeah, I agree. Patagonia puffer. It's a necessity. I'm gonna <laughs> keep it for life. Love it. Um. So so one cool thing people will know who follow you guys is that you guys ended up kind of making a group run a few days after Christmas and that was a really awesome opportunity for you guys to kind of get together a community of California runners who follow you guys so who came up with that idea because I think it's really awesome and unique and also uh, what was that like and how special was it to uh, meet fans of yours and, and meet people who follow you or and are you know invested in your journey as runners and people yeah, it was me. Uh, I don't know if the readers can hear, sorry, I was laughing. I, I was the one who came up with the idea initially, but it was definitely a, a huge group effort to actually make it happen. But I've just always wanted to do one of those because I've just I've seen other people do them before, and it always seems fun. I know uh, Hella, uh, the Hella Sabide, uh, he, does it, he does them a lot. He's awesome, and it looked 
like really fun. So I was like, we got to do this, you know, like just get people out and run and meet with them. You know, like there's nothing better than like face-to-face -face interaction with the people who watch your stuff and enjoy what you're doing. So like, and we are in a, a new area that like we're not always at. So you're like, why not just put one together? And a lot more people showed up than we thought. Like I was hoping for like, like 15 and I think we got like 70. So Jeez. it was crazy. <laughs> That's absurd. So yeah, what's that like showing up to the run expecting or like wanting 15 people and then just having like a whole swarm of people show up and how special is that to kind of have your expectations way, way like overdone? Well, it was, it was really funny because like, well, when we advertised it, we were like, okay, let's meet 9am right here. And the parking lot that we said to meet at is awfully small. So when we got there, that parking lot was full. And so was the other mini parking lot next to it now each of these parking lots probably don't fit more than like 10 cars but like they're all really small so then we had to drive to the farther parking lot away <laughs> and then we were like oh my god we're literally going to be late to the own to our own event that we set up and we like left with plenty of time to spare yeah, we got so time, but at the end of the day like we walked in and then everyone was already like most of the people were already there yeah. some people were still trickling in but it was so exciting like because you have like you have this big group of people that one day, a lot of us, a lot of them, I'm sure, watch like our content, follow Nico and the NCA and stuff like that. But like, they're all there to like, they all want to run, they all enjoy the sport, and they all have like a drive to just like, you know, run. And it made it a lot of fun. We went for, we set up like a, we found a good route that was like little under like three miles. So like, depending on what people wanted to do, they could go shorter or less. And we lapped that a couple times, then added on. So even some people want a full eight with us. And it was. It was a really uh, fun experience. We did some strides after and took some pictures, um, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool because you get kids like all the way from the east side of the bay or um, the west side of the bay. Some people we two were. hours away. Some people, yeah. Some people really took the commute. One, yeah. I think there was one kid that was like visiting from like like all over. I, there's some kids visiting from all over the nation that just happened yeah. to be in like San Francisco that came, which is so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Great to hear. So. From a perspective of the three of you doing things together and kind of, you know, doing group efforts, kind of like you were saying, Lex, a few months ago, you guys launched your very own clothing company. So can you describe what the process of creating a clothing company was like and also some of those smaller, minute details that maybe people don't think about that are really difficult? <laughs> you know, like saying you have a clothing company is one thing, but really understanding the details of having one is another. So take us behind the decision to start one and how cool it's been to have that kind of side project to work on. Yeah, well, we were like, we were all together this summer and um, didn't have school and all that. So we were like, well, let's just like, explore the idea of making like merch or something like that like why not just see like what it was like and then we kind of um discovered like drop shipping and like stuff that makes it really easy like printing everything as soon as it's ordered so i feel like that made it on demand yeah on demand so that made it uh that made it much easier because there's no way we can hold inventory like while at school and like, well, really that's the that only out. way for us to do it yeah it, it totally it wouldn't have been possible if we had to ship everything out and hold the inventory because it's <laughs> right. like well, that would have been that would have been impossible crazy. this is the, it's the only solution i mean it, we could have done it but we also didn't have the money to do that or the, the uh, overhead yeah or like the time and all of that so uh that made it easy so that kind of like eliminated a lot of variables of what would make it super difficult to do i think like probably the hardest part is just um yeah just deciding what to do next and like um designing things and dealing with shipping things that go wrong and um, yeah, all of that stuff because we don't really have a lot of control over what happens because we're not actually dealing with it ourselves. But other than that, it's been pretty good, so. 
Great. That's awesome. So uh, from the last time I talked to you, Nico, and obviously this is the first time we're all together, you guys have a new partner in the family. Cobb the Dreamer is his name, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what's that like, having a little dog in your life? And also, not sure if you guys follow the Coffee Club podcast. Nico, I know you were on there, but they're always talking about, I think, Ollie's dog, whose name is Gus. So who's the better dog, Gus or Cobb the Dreamer? Cobb. How's Cobb would take anyone in a fight. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. He's but... small, but he's got a lot of confidence. Yeah, he's he's a he's a tough one. He thinks he's a lot bigger than he is, so he has a lot of confidence, and he is. Uh, I don't know. It's always exciting when he matches up with other dogs. This is still a puppy. I think. Oh yeah, he's very puppyish. It, it's just weird because he's like we we've never gotten a dog as like a puppy before. So it was one of our friends, one of our teammates, actually was uh, breeding the dog. So we got him. We got him really young, and we got to see him grow up and. And really like like what like triple quadruple oh, in size. We first met him when he was like probably like oh, he was as the size of our a size of my hand. Whoa. And now he's like yeah, he's pretty pounds. large. He's he's larger than his dad and mom and aunt. <laughs> and brothers. <laughs> well we can't I don't know which one his mom is, his aunt or his mom, yeah. because there's two of them. So um I'm curious, how old will he have to be or how big will he have to be before you guys can take him out for some of those three mile double runs? I think it's as well, big as he's gonna get. I think. Lex and I tried it once, and we took him on our street, but then we went, was he went really, like one point six. He went, yeah, he went pretty. We like set it up so he didn't have to go too far, but it, I think the the concrete and the downhill and going fast was really tough on him because the next morning he climbed out of his crate, took one step, and just fell over. <laughs> so I think that we need to take him on dirt or something. You guys gotta like build up his mileage very gradually. Take it. This can be yes, your exactly. this can be your coaching project before you you become all star coaches. <laughs> Cop will be your first client, risk free. Yeah. Um. I'm curious, Nico. Uh, let's see. Lex and Leo answer this first, and then Nico, you can kind of answer it from a different perspective. So my question is, Lex and Leo, how cool has it been to see Nico's progress in the NCAA? Um, since he's left your home, obviously, how cool has it been to follow his progress, see all the incredible things he's done, and then Nico, after they respond, talk about how cool it's been to see Lex and Leo tear up the high school scene after you tore up the high school scene yourself. Um, it's been like it's been really super cool to see Nico in the NCAA, especially because like I mean like Lee, he left high school during or, like a super uncertain time and running like everything was like locked down and stuff, so it was pretty low key. And then he really he showed up from the start. He was running really well, and he basically immediately asserted himself as like a force to be reckoned with. And he hasn't backed down from that sense. So like watching him run is really awesome because he's we've seen him just kind of like develop from like you know like the high school athlete who was used to like having to like really like lead the races and do and have huge expectations to like the college athlete who's like really strategic dialing in his form and working on like the absolute little things to make him the best athlete possible and like it really it shows when he's on the track like he looks so much smoother than he did in high school and he's running even faster which is awesome thank you Leo. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just i'm just this this podcast is my pro the your parents actually set this podcast up i'll be honest they just wanted me to have a platform where you guys could compliment each other and inform better brotherhood <laughs> oh my god so Nico, how cool has it been to to see Lex and Leo kind of tear it up over the past few years after you've kind of left the house? Yeah, it's been um, yeah amazing to see them run as well as they have. Um, I can't say that I'm surprised. I knew they would always run really well because I mean after 
every like in youth track i'd run i ran like certain like like fast or a certain time and they would always run faster so i was like well they're just gonna run faster than everything that i've done <laughs> so i already anticipated that and i'm really really happy for them too um, and i think um it's i feel like even though like i'm older i draw a lot of um confidence and uh like can gain experience from what they do and i think um i do that a lot um yeah i'll think about sometimes like you know if lex and leo are doing um going, going through like an injury or something and they come back and um race a really fast race and like well if they can do it i can sure do it i mean um so it just it it's definitely like a back and forth thing and i think um it's amazing to see them um run so well and uh hopefully we can you know run with each other against each other or something in the future that would be really cool mm -hmm. yeah sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure so i'm curious how cool is it i mean this this question's cliche but i do want to ask it how cool is it to to be three brothers and to all be so invested in the same thing and because of being invested and interested in the same thing you can all build one another up and help each other through the experiences that come with the sport of running because you're all experiencing the same things at the same times. I think it's awesome. It's just, it's that, just like collaboration that is so special that like most people don't have and it's something that we don't take for granted. You know, like I'm every day training with Leo and when Nico's home, I get to train with him too. And it's just like, it's, it's not just like advantageous for us, but it's just like, it makes it more fun, you know, like it's just, it makes every run and every practice just that much more exciting and that much more just like, it's just enticing to do, you know, it's just, it's overall, it's really, really great. And I'm, we're so lucky to have it. Awesome. I think with uh, you guys like running so well, like I always like, I don't know, I, I feel like it is like a collaboration. Like, like I said, like, I'm like, I want to give them like, all my all the secrets and there are, there are no secrets but like everything like that i learned because the I'm advice like, i don't yeah you know i feel like that's like kind of how it is so if ever i like kind of think of something i want to make sure that um they know especially um going to school i won't be i won't see them so i definitely want them to know like as much as possible that i've learned so they can use that right I feel like we got this in listener questions a bunch, Nico, but people wanted to know. And also from, I think, episode three of the call room where Lex, Leo and myself kind of dove deep into their decision to go to Stanford. I'm curious from your perspective, was it hard kind of giving them advice and guiding them towards their own future when probably deep down you did want to be with them at NAU? Like, how was that process of guiding them and advising them on their college search when I'm sure personally you wanted them at NAU or at least like the part of you wanted them at NAU, but also part of you, the vast majority of you, I'm sure wanted what's best for them, which ended up being Stanford. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think of course, like I would want to, uh, be with them, um, at the same school, but I think it would be, uh, selfish of me to try and influence their decision based on um, something like that. I told them that the thing I hold at the highest priority and what I want the most is for them to go where they want to go, no matter where that is. I don't care where that is, but as long as they want to go there, that's where they should go. And they know that they always, NAU was always an option and that, you know, that's where I am, but that does not at all mean that that's the right fit for you guys. Um, the worst thing that could happen is they go to a place that they don't want to go to um, for because of someone else wants them to go there. Um, 
yeah, they need to, I told them they have to make that decision for themselves and not let anything influence that because um, that can lead to making the wrong choice. Right. Totally. Yeah. This question is definitely a hot take question and I'm not sure if it's ever been discussed before with you guys or if you guys have come to a answer if you have discussed it before. But out of the three of you and thinking about uh, all three of you, who do you think has the brightest future in the sport or like who do you think has the most potential to run the fastest out of all three of you? I think Nico because I think Nico, um, like I think Lex and I, we have so many like some we have so many other interests. Well, like not that I would say we're really crazy. I feel like we'll fall victim to like, like, I know. to like oh, yeah. going on a hike and like hurting ourselves. Whereas like <laughs> Nico is like, doing but Nico, you're so meticulous. Like you're like like you'll like you'll you get like incredible sleep. You do this, you do that, you eat perfectly. I think a lot of it honestly just comes down to your diet because like you're willing to like <laughs> the things that are like scientifically perfect. Whereas, like, for me, like, I feel like I compromise a little bit and, like, I, eat more meat and stuff and, like, amazing. this and that. Well, I don't think that, I don't think you can, like, I don't think you can, like, say what will happen. Right, that's exactly. True. That's why it's kind of a dumb question, I, but I was just curious. No, no, it's fine. But, like, I think, um, I think we're all, like, equally talented and like yeah each like way like i don't know like i feel like hey it doesn't mean the margins i think big. it just depends like what you're in like what you want to um <laughs> do for as long as you can i think you know maybe i have the most interest in like running but i mean that doesn't mean that they're not going to run as a lot i think as long as you're you know doing what you want to do that's most important right i don't know <laughs> so <laughs> i guess i guess a, a more fun question do you think We'll ever see this is another hot take question. Do you think we'll ever see so within the US structure, the people who make it to teams, whether it's world championships or Olympic teams, more importantly, it's generally the top three people in the country. And to really simplify or to, for that to really make sense, I'd have to go through like all of the world world ranking system and that would be a whole nother podcast in and of itself but generally it's the top three at the trials or the u.s championships that go on to the teams so i'm curious whoever wants to answer this do you think we'll ever see a point or a championship where we see all three of you make a team in the same event like for instance you place one through three in the 5k or 10k oh my god that'd be the coolest thing ever it would be incredible (laughs) <laughs> let's just say if that's a possibility i would give anything for that <laughs> yeah. okay so if you think it's a possibility what event would you what, what event do you think is most likely and what event would you prefer the most of course like it would be really cool if it was the 100 meter dash because i feel like that's what most people care about but realistically yeah. what do you think it could be slash what would you want it to be i don't think any of us not the ever meter make dash, i don't think <laughs> i don't make a college team of 100 meter dash no no, no, no never no. <laughs> Obviously not. Make um, a high school team I think it'd be funny. Well, 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 Newberry, I, think okay. what? I think they're five k or ten k. Yeah, I think five k. Yeah, one of those. I don't know which. Maybe ten k. Gotcha. Love it. Yeah, actually, you're probably right. Yeah, the yeah, that would be so sick though. That that's got me excited. Even asking asking the question, I'm like, there's no way that three brothers have ever made the same team in the same event, um, or even the same team in general. I doubt that's ever happened. I'm so. Um, how, how cool is it to like, even for me to ask those questions and just the possibility that some of these things can happen down in the future, like how exciting is that to you guys to 
be able to break records in the future. Obviously, you've done it all throughout high school, but how cool is that to dream into the future and realize that these are actually real possibilities to create history? I think it's really cool because the thing is, is that like, it's obviously like very, very, very unlikely that that could happen. But then again, like, it doesn't mean like other crazy things like that couldn't happen. Like when I look back to like what I expected my high school running career to be like it's like half the things that that have happened or that like have gone that have occurred in like my running like i never would have guessed could have or would have happened so it's like at the end of the day like all we can do is work as hard as we can and who knows maybe that'll just end up happening totally absolutely so we did get a bunch of listener questions so we're going to cover these before we wrap up today's incredible episode some of these are serious some of these are lighthearted. uh some of these are funny and if you don't want to answer them that's totally fine the first question is one of those uh the question is who was the favorite child growing up huh. Huh. that's a good question i don't know i feel like I, my parents would never admit it but i feel like nico is my mom's favorite and me and lil are my dad's favorite yeah. But that's just that's just my per- that's what I see. I I generally think that's how parents are though. Like my sibling, my siblings and I all debate about who my parents' favorites are, but they are adamant about like we don't have favorites. Like there could never be such a thing. I'm like you guys are capping hard right now, but okay. But it's you, right? No, no, definitely not. I think it's <laughs> I think it's one of my sisters or I don't know. But I have been growing in my parents' graces because I'm one of the only kids at home. So I've been able to get more one-on-one time with them, which is a first because I'm the youngest. So hopefully we, we, you can ask me that in a future podcast and, and I can move up in my parents' rankings. Uh, third question was, which brother has the best hairstyle? Well, we know who thinks. Yeah, we, who, know we know who thinks they have the best hairstyle. That would be Lex, but who actually does would be Lex. No, I don't know. I feel like that's. I feel like. I feel like there's just. Well, I don't know. I got. I got nice flow. Leo has like it's like you take a, a balloon and rub it against your head. See, that's what you always say, and, but that's not the case. And Nico, at all. Uh, you said have it spike up a little more. Has it a little looser now? Uh, but yeah, it just depends on what you're looking for in hair. I think. Yeah. We know that you think so. You put your hair up and then degrade ours in the description in a way that makes it sound like you're trying to compliment us. No, I was not oh, trying wow. to. Com- I was not trying to compliment you. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, maybe we need to put up an Instagram poll and and settle it. But I will say, from an unbiased perspective, we did get multiple questions about Lex's hair routine, which we have covered in the past before. So, from a perspective of which hairstyle got the most questions, Lex would win. Um, but I don't know if that decides it. Um, <laughs> this is another fun one. If three of you had a boxing match, who would win? Ooh, I think me or Leo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this and Nico. Well, before. Yeah, me and Leo have actually. And let's just say before. we had to end the fight before one of us yeah. was down because neither one of us was willing to give up until we were literally like dead. Nico, do you agree yeah. with this or do you have a rebuttal? Do you think you could take him? I don't, I don't know what I have. We've teamed up on I mean, before. like, you guys are like old now like just as you weigh like the same as me like i don't know maybe more yeah maybe more i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. i'm like 135 or more sometimes i'll be more than you then you do i think so what are you 
<laughs> we don't need to cover this on a podcast. <laughs> I guess based on Leo's previous answer, he thinks he can race the 100 meter dash in college. So I would assume he thinks he can win this. But the question is, who would win a 200 meter dash? <laughs> I think Leo has the most natural speed, but I think I would win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just because, because I'm, I'm just older. Like I don't know, maybe you guys three years into college would beat me. But well, I just and you've think developed like, your speed. Yeah, I agree. More than yeah. have. I mean, it's just because I'm older. That's why I think that. But I think Leo has the most natural speed. Oh, sick. There you go. <laughs> Leo, I want I want to see you, if I go to Stanford, I want to see you on the track working out with the sprinters since you think you can make it in college. I'm just going to add this to my list of funny Leo things. Black coffee, Nutella, not liking Christmas music, and now he says he can be a coll- collegiate sprinter. So I'm joking with you. Um, oh another question. How fast do they think they could run a mile backwards? What the heck? Like running over. backwards or opposite yeah. direction? No, 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 running backwards. <laughs> running opposite direction, I feel like, is pretty standard practice if you're doing a long workout on the track. Yeah, I think I can get in the in the low six minutes. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think so. I think low six minutes is probably yeah. that's probably a fair bet. Yeah. I feel like it yeah. utilizes such different muscles that like your hamstrings would just pass out after the third lap or something. I feel like you'd start out really fast and then slow down. That sure wouldn't help if you're trying not to heel strike. Right, totally. So the question then becomes, this is my question, not a listener question, just thinking through the question, like what footwear do you use? Like do you even use spikes? Because I feel like that would just be dangerous at that point. Ooh. Um, I feel like like neck percents or something like that. Like something with a big heel. Something like like, uh, the most responsive things. You can get like more like bounce off the ground because otherwise i feel like you'd be taking like a million steps yeah, right. some sort of like racing flat that's like like a like a vapor fly or like something like that would work well i think just because i feel like with the spike if it's a motion that you're not so used to you like you'd risk like getting tripped up on yourself and then if you trip that's going to take a couple seconds right. so i think yeah something like that because it also would cushion a little more like nico said totally on the subject of people were getting wild in the comments so i just picked my favorite questions but some of the questions i picked are also wild this is another wild race question would you rather run a race in flip-flops or winter boots winter, winter boots. boots all winter the boots yeah i they feel stay like on your feet yeah but i feel like it's to, mm, it there are a few variables in my opinion it depends on the race distance and it also depends what kind of flip-flop like if you consider crocs flip-flops i'm going with crocs all all time like i don't know if you guys saw this but last year this guy said they're they're in the guinness world record books there are records for running croc world records and this guy ran like 110 in the half 113 i think in the half marathon in crocs which is like low low five minute pace so that leads me to believe that if crocs are in the flip-flop category i would definitely go with crocs because i feel like you just get horrible blisters from winter boots i don't know i take my bird flies what what would those look like if you were a designer leo um they would probably they would they would utilize like a more like like they a tighter like strap on top that like maybe like fits to your foot and tightens down a lot you know how like a ski boot clamps down it'd be like right. that and then the bottom would be more of a typical foam but we would definitely retain the like it's almost like a it's like that weird like soul part that's like cork kind of yeah like that cork kind of soul we would keep that in there because i think that's like core birkenstock right another question are you going to start a young brothers pro team 
feel like that'd be I... a really small protein. <laughs> oh, you say protein? Like oh, protein, protein powder? powder? I <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like protein. Like the Barman Track Club. Like, uh, like oh. a professional racing team. <laughs> I mean, I guess you, <laughs> I guess you can start a protein powder. <laughs> because, like, yes. No. Um, yeah, we need protein powder for the Nico Young smoothies. Yeah. I mean, I can see Nico making like his own protein bars. Yeah, I would do that. Like liver king. But yeah, it would be the protein. I mean, I would love to. Yeah, that. why I'm not? Sick. I'd love to be on the same protein. Ideally, like I'd want to be. That's yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. You can be on the same protein while, while having your own protein. There are very few times in interviews where I've laughed so much that it's hard to get out the question. And I'm, I think that's hilarious. Um, this is a really another good one. If you all had to swap styles for a day, which brother style are you choosing? Hmm. Nico, start and then go down the line. Um, I think I would choose, I don't want to offend the other one, but I think <laughs> I would choose Leo. Because I feel like he's most similar to me. Yeah, I was I gonna know. say Nico. Wow, Lex, what about you? Well, you're the tiebreaker, Lex. Lex, you're great. I'm just saying, I just, think, you know, I couldn't pull it off. It's know? just the hair's a little funny. Mm. A lot of Lex hair slander today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, not gonna answer. <laughs> I can't give either one of you guys uh, the win on that one. I should add you go first. Uh, that's funny though. We'll, we'll we'll end it with a tie. We did answer this one a bit earlier, but I guess we can revisit it. Is your dog going to be as fast as you one day? No. Could he Could he beat no. you in any um, race distance? Like, is he fast? Yeah, I mean, I mean around a tight circuit. From the TV to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably like around like the, like a circle. Like if it was yeah. like around like on, he say, corners really well. like on carpet and really, really tight turns because his cornering abilities are insane. Like he corners better than a Miata. Like he's, He's uh, <laughs> no, he's really good at corner and like he grips so well in the carpet. I I just can't compete with him when I although play, as, soon as, he hits, as soon as he hits like the wood or like the slate, oh, yeah, he, he like drifts. drifts. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, okay. Another question: Who is the most likely to make others laugh? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like it just depends on the crowd. Yeah, it depends who they are, who people are that we're making laugh. Yeah, Nico's in a funny sense of humor sometimes. I, I feel like I feel like this is my unbiased perspective, uh, like knowing all of you guys and having experienced all of you. I feel like Lex and Leo, you two are like more like outspokenly funny, and Nico more has like this quiet funniness that when he's funny, it's even more funny because you're not expecting it as much. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. That's though. a very good point. Yeah, but that's just from my experience, um, and I feel like the quiet funniness is always funnier because you're not expecting it. Whereas, like when you're, when you're used to being like when you you expect someone to be funny, it's not as funny if that makes sense. Um, another question was thinking back to all of your runs over the years with one another. Is there one that stands out as being particularly funny? Funny. Hmm. I think I think that I'm not with the person who asked the question, but I think they mean like whether it's like weird circumstances happened or like someone took you like on a wrong path and the run ended up super long or bad weather or I'm assuming they mean it like that. Well, I don't know if Nico was on the run. I know me and Leo were definitely together. One time we were running just from the high school and like people love yelling stuff from the car. Oh yeah, at runners totally. And you know you know the stuff. I'm not gonna go into it. Right. But one but the craziest thing was 
someone threw a, a full Seven Up like bottle at us. Like it was like a, like a bottle of like like one of the big Slurpees at us while we were running. It didn't hit any. Yeah, Seven Eleven. Sorry, it didn't hit any of us. But it was like we we're all like, what? Like that is on another level. It like exploded in front of us. Yeah, like from a moving car. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm allowed to expose him on the podcast, but I will anyway. My graphic designer who makes all the graphics for the podcast, his name is Xavier Gallo. He does this thing every single year where every Christmas morning, but it's like really early in the morning, so like six or seven in the morning, when no one is out driving on the roads, he'll go for a run on the highway once a year <laughs> once a year because no one is on the highway so he can get away with it but he can also say i ran on the highway so he'll just do like an easy run for a few miles on the highway <laughs> and he gets away with it because no one's ever out so i always laugh at that as like being a funny running so cool. story does he live in california no he lives in columbus ohio so okay um, I, was gonna say, I don't think you could get away with that in california Oh, no way. Yeah, there's always people. There's <laughs> right. always. Right. Especially around L.A. Like, it's like, yeah, I did a run on the 405. <laughs> yeah. It's like five lanes wide. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I'm, I'm jealous. Yeah, Ohio is <laughs> yeah. like rural enough where, yeah, weird stuff like that happens. Lex, I feel like I've talked to you a few times about this, but it's so funny living Ohio and, and seeing the Ohio slander on like Instagram reels or stuff where, <laughs> where it's like no context, no context track even had some hilarious, some hilarious like, it was like a picture of a funny track and they were like only in Ohio. And it's like, this is not at all like Ohio, but I find it hilarious living from Ohio because it really sucks, but it's not as bad as people think it is. So you get to run on highways, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's a, that's a bright side. Totally. Okay, one, one final fun question. Uh, as our listeners know, we end off every episode talking about and food, especially with Lex and Leo, uh, now with Nico as well. So the, the final listener question that we got was, what food can you not live without? I couldn't live without maple syrup. That's a good one. It's a really specific one, but man, I think maple syrup's like the elixir of life. <laughs> I love it so much. I have it too much. Like I like it on my, on with oatmeal, you know, pancakes, waffles. I'll, I'll make a breakfast burrito and like I'll dip in maple syrup sometimes which is bad but like it tastes so good like on ice cream like oh it's you can even put on fish like for uh like okay that's going stuff. too far Lex. <laughs> no you've never oh, yeah, no, you you've could, never you seen could, someone yeah, do a yeah. maple syrup like glaze? a maple glaze no like I, for meat i've heard stuff. of i've heard of honey glazes so i guess i can see i guess i can see because oh, maple, maple syrup and honey i feel like are interchangeable so maybe a hot yeah, take yeah. i feel like i no, couldn't yeah. live without like potatoes because like, because like potatoes, you can make like not plain though. roasted potatoes, which are fantastic. You can do like French fries, you know. You could do the pan frites or whatever. It's the same thing. Yeah, we've all no, but also before. also like also um hash browns are pretty good. Those are good in <laughs> egg scrambles. I just feel like they work into every meal, and they're good for you too, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> Nico, close us out. Like, <laughs> I feel like just like fruit in general. Leo would disagree because he doesn't like fruit. I don't either, actually. <laughs> Fun fact. Really? Ever since I was a kid, my parents would be those brutal parents who were like, you know, you need to finish the food on your plate. Well, I'll probably do the same with my kids because it's a pretty reasonable <laughs> demand, but I'll, I'll make them sound bad. They were like, this was my view as like a four-year-old. I was like, nah, this sucks. I don't want to finish my food. And my parents would be like, you have to finish your food. Well, when we would have fruit, I would obviously have to finish it. And there were multiple times where I either gagged it up or threw it up. And from those experiences as a kid, it kind of like traumatized me. So to this day, the only food fruit I like is apples with peanut butter. So I'm so soft in that department. 
I feel you. I hate fruit. Yeah, fruit. It's so easy to live without. I've been doing it for 17 years. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, Leo. This is one of your better yeah. takes, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Really appreciate you guys doing this. This was perhaps the f- most fun podcast I've ever recorded. A lot of fun banter, a lot of fun subjects, and uh, definitely some insights along the way. So greatly appreciate you guys doing this. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely... This will have to become a tradition over like Christmas break that, that we sit on a podcast with all four of us but a lot of fun appreciate you guys immensely and looking forward to doing this again in the future at some point yes thank you for having us it was awesome this was so much fun yeah (laughs) thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast i greatly appreciate your time and taking time out of your busy life to listen to the podcast i hope it influenced you positively and if you did enjoy the podcast I would greatly appreciate it if you give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Make sure you're following the show so you never miss another episode. Share the show with a friend or two and even share it on social media. Doing those things greatly helps us reach new people and hopefully inspires them through the process of them finding the show and listening to the podcast. Uh, I greatly appreciate your time and listening to the show. I don't take your time for granted and I know everyone has a busy life so I hope my podcast has brought you value today. Uh, I'm looking forward to releasing more episodes in the future. Generally, we release two episodes per week. So again, make sure you're following on your preferred podcast platform so you never miss another episode. I appreciate you greatly. You can always send me an email or a DM if you have any questions, feedback, positive or negative. I'm always here for it. So I greatly appreciate your time. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will catch you all in next week's episode.